Welcome to GeekGab on the Books. I'm Brian Niemeyer, brianniemeyer.com. With me today is author Lucas Flint, the author of more superhero novels than I can count. He's here to talk with us rightfully about writing at pulp speed. So Lucas, how are you today? I'm pretty good. How are you, Brian? I'm outstanding. Glad to have you here, man. Uh, yeah, the, the only word I can think of to describe you is prolific. How many books do you have out? I have uh, 14 superhero novels out. I've actually got some fancy novels out under another name. Now let's so, go ahead and count those. What's what's the total okay, catalog the, in all your... Yeah, the fantasy novels, including the fantasy novels, I believe I've got about 40 novels published so far. I've written a lot more than that. You know, not everything. I haven't published everything I've written. Wow, that... That is truly Herculean. So is all that indie published, or have you been traditionally yeah. published at all? Yes, I started indie publishing back in 2014, and I switched to superhero novels actually in 2016, because my fantasy stuff wasn't really selling that well. I wanted to try a new genre and see how that would do, and it's worked out pretty well for me. Outstanding. Let's rewind a second. So you just said, if I heard you correctly, that you started publishing in 2014. Yes. So in three years... You've released 40 novels, but you've written more. Yeah, I started writing when I was 12, and um, I wrote fanfic originally. So, mm -hmm. But in between fanfics, I tried my hand at original novels. I wanted to be a full-time writer for since I was a kid, pretty much. So, um, so I've written a lot more than I've published, but most of that stuff's probably not really good enough to be published, you know? Although I might take some of those ideas and go back to them eventually because some of them are still pretty good. Right, yeah. No writing is wasted. Um, I just released a novella, Hymn of the Pearl, that I originally wrote around about the time that you started writing, actually, and uh, just kind of had it on the shelf. Went back, polished it up, and it, it's doing well, so that's definitely viable. Uh -huh. So be before we get into the main topic, if there's anyone listening out there who isn't familiar with this term we're using, pulp speed, I want to just define that. So I got the term pulp speed from uh, another prolific indie author, Dean Wesley Smith, who actually probably has you beat in total number of novels, but he's been at it for way longer. So yeah. that. <laughs> Are you yeah. familiar with Dean? Uh, yeah, he's one of my inspirations for why I write so fast. He helped me understand, you know, just how what the limits, you know, the possibilities were. Outstanding. Uh, Dean is nothing without inspiring. I also recommend his Think Like a Publisher series. It's really, uh -huh. uh, I help authors out there that are on the business end of writing. But anyway, so Dean defines pulp speed writing as it's a mindset for writers who have cleared out almost all, all the myths, you know, all the old wives' tales that, that are taught and like writers' workshops and creative writing classes about how to write. So it's it's for writers who just love to tell stories in rapid succession, one after the other. And one of the first things he says to throw out is rewriting. So the, the classic old pulp guys, you know, like uh, Burroughs and Dent and uh, and others wouldn't wouldn't rewrite. You know, they they would just fire off a draft. And they, they would just, you know, hone their skill to the point where their first draft would, would be saleable, you know, it would be pro quality. 
but um, they, they wrote for one cent a word, and some of these guys like Max Brand got rich writing at one cent a word, and even adjusted for inflation, you really have to, to pound out those typewriter keys to make a living at that rate. So I'm curious, have you ever, have you ever counted? Do you know about how many words you write a day? Oh, yeah. I have a, my goal is uh, 5,000 words a day, but I only write five days a week. I will take Sunday, Saturday and Sunday off. Sometimes I, you know, write more, sometimes I write less, but 5,000 is about, you know, the average that I, that's what I aim for, and I, um, that's my daily goal. I wasn't always this prolific, though. I used to, I, I remember when writing 1,000 words a day used to be a big accomplishment for me, but over the years, as I've written, my typing speed just gone up and up, somewhat unintentionally. I mean, I didn't, you know, think, I'm going to write 5,000 words a day, just like, I was running along, and it's like, okay, I can write 1,000. Oh, wait, now I can write 2,000. And now I can do 4,000. And hey, I'm doing 5,000 now. That's a pretty good um, you know, way to go. I mean, I can probably do more than 5,000 a day. I just think it's a good, uh, a good pace for me. It doesn't wear me out or anything. Well, I'm glad you found your pace, man. Um, according to Dean, 5,000 words a day, seven days a week is... Pulp factor five. So since you take two days off, you're still probably cruising at around three or four. And that's, that's impressive. Um, how many hours per day do you usually spend in the chair? Uh, usually about an hour and a half or two hours or so. I, I don't spend, I try not to spend a lot because I have other things to do. You know, like I have to do the editing and marketing and other right. stuff I've got going on. So I don't want to spend literally all day writing. I try to get the bulk of it done in the morning and then finish off whatever I didn't get done in the morning or in the afternoon, usually after lunch. Well, that was incredible. So you're, you're turning out 4,000, 5,000 words in like an hour and a half. Yeah, or two, two hours usually, but yeah, still, that's about right. It's still good either way. Yeah, Roland Yonzi in the chat points out I remember the old pulp guys, they did that stuff with typewriters. You know, and we who have yeah. computers and tablets, we have no excuse. Yep. Uh, computers make it pretty easy to type fast. I've never tried typing fast on a typewriter, obviously, but... Yeah, yeah. You know. There's really no reason to now. I think the, the, the last yeah. typewriter company went out of business a couple of years ago, so no worries there. Yep. Although I guess I could go, you know, to a hipster or something and see if they've got one. I get your avocado toast on. I get some uh, kombucha. It'll be, it'll be delightful. Yep. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm sure the chat has questions. I'm only for them to catch up a bit. So if you guys who are in our live audience have any questions for Lucas about writing a pulp speed or Anything else to do with writing or publishing, go ahead. But uh, while I wait for it to catch up, I just wanted to ask, so to what do you attribute the astonishing growth in your in the speed of your writing? You know, Do you know how it was that you went from 1,000 to four or 5,000 words a day? Um, I guess because I've always, you know, like when I want to be good at something, I want to be best pretty much, you know what I mean? I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always been interested in writers who write fast. You know, I mean, 
I've always, you know, read books and watch videos and read articles about writing business and craft and stuff. So over time, I began to notice certain similarities between the advice that writers who wrote fast gave, you know, like, don't think about too much and, you know, uh, focus on just telling the best story you can and like, don't get caught up in the, you know, little, uh, the weeds, I guess, of writing and don't, uh, and also maybe like have a plan, not necessarily an outline. I don't use outlines, but I usually do have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to write. So that helps. And also to just, you know, make writing a priority. Like, like for me, for example, my 5,000 words a day is like, I need to get, I need to get that done. You know, it's like every other part of the business, I can let that go or push it off for another day usually, but I want to get, but I've made my writing my number one priority, unless I have other things that are just absolutely more pressing. But most of the time, at least in my business, I don't need to, I can put off say editing for another day or two or formatting usually, but I want to get my writing done, you know? Yeah. And just to clarify for our audience, you make your living at this, right? You don't have a day job? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you're I mean there you are. You're you're one of the, the very few. I believe it's um around just twenty five thousand writers nationwide who actually make a living at this. So well well done, you're an exclusive club. <laughs> yep. I'm part of the five percent or whatever, however many writers that is. <laughs> yeah. So we do have a question uh from, from Raul again. Asks, how are you comfortable with not rewriting? Um, part of it comes from just, um, I, I understand that rewriting is helpful sometimes, but it's not always as helpful as people think it, it is. Like, it can, like, sure, you might fix one problem, but you might end up creating uh, another problem that you didn't, weren't even aware of, you know? And, um, and, uh, and, uh, I just, um, I'm something of a perfectionist, or at least I used to be. I guess I still have those perfectionist tendencies, but um, I began to realize that uh, rewriting didn't really help that much. I mean, beyond like fixing typo, it also go through and fix typos, and sometimes I like add foreshadowing and so on and so forth that I didn't add before. But um, I just do the best I do with every book, and the way I see it, if readers don't like it, then oh well, I can just go on to the next book. If they do like it, great, you know. Or one advantage with the uh, indie is if it's uh, a major error, you can just go and correct it and then re-upload the corrected file. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I actually put out a second edition of my first book to uh, fix a couple things and add a few things, and it was pretty painless. Yeah. I guess I also just found that most of my books just don't require you know, extensive rewriting. I'm not saying I'm a perfect or great writer ever, whatever. No, I've still got a long way to go in, my, in terms of craft. At least that's how it feels. It's just that I'd read it and it would just seem, you know, I guess I just have a very good grasp of the craft and the, you know, I just have a good gra grasp of the craft of writing and plotting and character stuff. Not perfect. There are lots of writers who are better than me, but I just, I just feel comfortable. I guess I feel uh, comfortable and confident up in my writing that I'm confident that I don't need to do tons of rewrite, you know? Right. And what I'd say to, uh, to Raul is, you know, you just heard Lucas's testimony and the regular listeners will have heard Nick Cole, another best-selling author who, uh, who's a friend of the show, has been on before. And 
yeah, both of these dudes are advocates of monthly content. That's one thing that Nick, um, Lucas, I don't know if you're familiar with, with Nick Cole. Oh, yeah, I know who he is. He's yeah. Cool. Yeah, his, uh, one, of, uh, one of the drums that he, he always bangs on is you got to give your audience something every month. And I, I don't know what his policy is in terms of rewriting, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're a guy who just doesn't do rewriting, and here you are getting monthly content out, which, which you've done for a couple of years in a row now, and you're, you're living the dream. Yeah, it's real nice. So, yeah, I, I don't think you have to do it a month. I know some writers who publish less than me who still make a very good living, but, I, I, that's a, but definitely a book a month, at least for me, I find that a very good pace. So... Yeah, if, if you can do it, then it's uh -huh. it's recommended. Yeah. And just full disclosure, I'm definitely not a guy who can do it, at least not yet. Yeah, it's something to work up to. I couldn't I couldn't always do it either, you know. So yeah. just something you have to work up to. Just like if you're going to the gym, you can't just walk in and bench press five hundred pounds on your first mm -hmm. day there. You've got to gradually work up to that weight um every day. The same thing with writing fast or putting out books like a book a month or whatever. Just you slowly get the hint. And also another thing about putting out a book a month is more than just writing speed, there's also the production process. You know, you need to figure mm -hmm. out a good streamlined production process that lets you get out good quality books in a you know timely manner. Because like if you're able to write a book in a month, but you take like six months to edit, three months to get a cover, four months to edit to format or whatever, you know, it's like then you're not really any faster than someone who writes slower but is able to get their books out to market quicker. Exactly. And speaking of which, you've got a new project coming up, don't you? Yep. It's called uh, Minimum Wage Sidekick, a new superhero series coming out. Well, it's probably going to be coming out very soon. I just need the cover, and it'll be ready to put out. Yeah, i gotta, I got to say I love the the title. Uh, we have one more question I think we'll take uh, from, from Yakov Merkin in the chat. And Lucas, he asks, in your opinion, does pulp speed necessitate short novels or is it more about the pace slash words per day? Um, I think you can do it, you know, you can do it uh, just about, you know, how many words do you write, whether you, you know, that's, it can be, for, you know, if you write long novels or short novels, I don't think it really matters. You know, I think it's still pulp speed as long as you're hitting that high word count a day. I mean, I, my novels tend to range between 50 and 70,000 words. That's just because I found a good sweet spot for superhero novels and the uh, good length type. For you know, I don't like writing things that take too long. Like if a book goes over 70,000 words, I start to get a little impatient with it. Mm -hmm. And but I do. But generally, I do try to let the book dictate the length. All right. Well, thank you, folks. You've been listening to me talking with Lucas Flint, full speed author of superhero fiction. You can find links to his blog, his social media accounts, and his Amazon page in the show notes below. And while you're down there, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to double secret subscribe by clicking on the little bell icon if you want to get reminders by email. And as always, you can visit uh, GeekGab Prime. You can visit my blog, Kairos. And you can also check out my award-winning Soul Cycle series of SFF horror novels. 
And the aforementioned Tim of the Pearl novella that uh, just getting rave reviews, which I was surprised at for something that uh, and I wrote rather early in my career and just dusted off. So, you know, once again, no writing is wasted. Um, Lucas, did you have anything else that you wanted to say to our audience before we sign off? Um, no, that's about it. I think I've said what I need to say. Smart man, you know, uh, a fool speaks because he has to say something, but a wise man only speaks because he has something to say. So, yeah. on that note, this has been On the Books, writing at Pulp Speed with Brian Neymar and Lucas Flint. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Remember, keep reading.